0: Hey, greetings, everyone. hope that this finds you safe and well. Welcome to another episode of The Things Jesus Said, The Stories That He Told, and The Lessons Jesus Taught. Today, we're making a shift in what Jesus has been saying. And in the past few weeks, uh, actually quite a few weeks, we've been looking at the things that Jesus taught, the things uh, that he was teaching to other people, things that he was saying to them, some very profound teachings and some very profound things that he was He was telling people that were around him. And now, because of an argument over who or where Jesus got his power, whether it was from Satan or from God, we see that the nation of Israel starting to turn. The Jewish leaders of the day, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they, they started to turn against Jesus and his claims of who he is and are now kind of pushing him away, saying that his power was from Satan. So the past few weeks we've been uh, seeing what Jesus said in response to those claims that his power was from Satan, and now we turn here in Matthew chapter thirteen to where Jesus starts saying some things that um, are very cryptic. He starts talking in stories. And these stories that he starts telling us, um, we call them parables, and. Parables are just stories that teach a lesson. And so these stories that teach a lesson, these parables that we're going to start looking at, Jesus starts teaching these um, really for almost the rest of his ministry, except for certain cases. And he teaches some very profound things about the kingdom of heaven, some very profound things about Jesus and who he is, and some very profound things about the religious people, uh, all all the people around him that were religious, and and all the people that are now around us that are religious, and he also teaches some things about grace. So we're going to look at this first parable that he starts telling, and this is the parable of the sower, the seeds, and the soil. This parable, found in Matthew chapter thirteen verses three to twenty-three, is what some theologians and commentators state: it is the parable of parables. It's the parable that started everything, and that this is the key or the cipher code to determine. Uh, the meanings of all the other parables. I don't know if I totally agree with that. I think that each parable has has a way to understand what it was meant. And sometimes those parables mean things to people that that maybe don't mean the same things to the teller or the reader at the time. So meaning I could tell you that this parable means this thing or or these things, but you read it and the Holy Spirit has given you another understanding of what that parable means. And so trying to prescribe a meaning to these things doesn't always work. It's not always the right thing to do. Sometimes we just say it, give our opinions, and let the Holy Spirit figure it out with you. So Matthew chapter 13, verses 3 to 23, uh, the first story that Jesus said, the, the story of the sower, the seeds, and the soil, um, is in that context that uh, the religious leaders had questioned Jesus about where he had the power to drive Satan out of that person you know doing that exorcism and then they reject him and he knows that he's being rejected he knows that the the, the nation is going to reject him and it's going to end in his death we we know that because we've been able to see the end of the story but because of that rejection of Jesus as the Messiah and the rejection of that messianic kingdom uh, of Israel, that Israel was wanting, he begins to to give some severe warnings uh, to the nation of Israel, and he he begins to teach in these cryptic stories that teach that that teach lessons so this first parable is, has the imagery of a man who is sowing seeds uh, you know for a crop, and that there's there's failures and uh there's harvests, bountiful harvests and these are some common metaphors to describe life, uh, especially back then but it's also some common metaphors to describe hardships uh, you know some instructions some judgments and the blessings of God as well when we read this particular parable you've probably been taught that these different the soil the, uh, the path the rocky soil whatever are believers or hearers and it's how we respond to the word and and Jesus explains it like that but it it's kind of confusing as well even though he gives us a good explanation and so th- there's different soils. And the first soil is the path. And it was a path that probably people walked through. The farmer walked through it to get to his fields and other fields and to the livestock. And the explanation of that, the soil, is that it's people that hear good news and don't understand it. And then the evil one, meaning the devil, comes and snatches it from their heart, meaning that people can come to church, uh, if to use that vernacular, hear about Jesus, uh, be happy about it. And you know, start to believe uh, and be joyful about hearing the good news, and then something happens. The devil comes and takes away that good news, snatches it from their heart, and then you know they don't ever come back to church. And I'm sure all of us have met people like that. And then there's the rocky soil, and this is you know probably some soil that uh, had some dirt over it, and then below it there's some rocks because you know the farmer probably didn't you know throw it right at the rocks, but you know there may be just a layer of dust over it. So you know the 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 seed goes there it, it it gets warm you know the rock helps it grow you know by letting the moisture get on it but then um it heats up the soil well enough it grows but there's no roots because of the rock uh and the plant dies and this has been said that these are hearers who hear the message and receive it with joy but like young plants with shallow roots at, at first you know everything's fine and then something happens uh, and they're persecuted because of their belief, you know, family don't want to talk to them, friends don't want to hang out with them anymore. And then they just die because their their roots are shallow. They're not they're not experiencing true fellowship and that that builds them up. And then there's the thorns. And we all understand thorns. If you're from uh, the Midwest, you truly understand, you know, thorns and and bushes, and all the mess that you get into just trying to get around sometimes. So there's good seeds, there's good soil, but they've grown among the thorns. And what will happen is that the thorns will choke out the good seeds. Even though there's good soil, they grow together, the thorns will overpower it. So the explanation is that these are people who hear the word of God, they accept the good news, um, but but very quickly, the message is crowded out by the cares of this life and the lure of wealth. And so no crop is produced. So that one's very easy to see. You know, we just get busy. There's things, you know, we got to go to work. We got to make money. We, we got we to gotta do this. And all those become more important than our time uh, cultivating that relationship with God. And then there's the good soil. Uh, some good seeds fall on the good soil and a bount- bountiful harvest is produced. And that good soil represents the hearts of those who accept God's message and the good news. And then they just go out and do great and wonderful things for the kingdom of God. Um, and, you know, the huge harvest thing is not really literal, but it does mean a lot. But, you know, great and wonderful things for God just means serving with your whole heart and, and you know, being there to, to be ready to be his hands and feet when needed. Like I said, there are those that will say that these are these parables were told to explain how the, the king in the kingdom of heaven how people will understand the good news and react to the good news, and I think that that makes sense. Uh, but then Jesus goes on to explain the parable, and when he explains it, it sounds like there's a lot of stuff going on that get a little bit that gets a little bit more confusing, and so there are commentators who have come out and said that this parable really isn't about people, that it's about some of the things that Jesus was going through, that he was describing how he was interacting with people, that then there are those that say that this parable is about some of the things that the disciples have been encountering. And to me, that makes a lot of sense if you look at Matthew and how he wrote his stories, how he wrote the commentary on Jesus' life, and how we get to, to, to where we're at because of the discussion about whose power did Jesus use to drive out the demons, you can see that Jesus told the disciples that they were going to have a hard time. And so it just shows this could be that Jesus was explaining to his disciples, hey, there will be people that this is like this. There will be people like this, and there will be people like this. But I think the one thing that's common among all this story, regardless of how you look at it and regardless of what you think about it, is that the responsibility is not on the sower of how it would grow it's not on it's the responsibility is for us to sow the good news the responsibility is for the sower to spread the seed the responsibility is for the sower to to throw the seed out there but the soil is not his responsibility how it grows is not his responsibility i know that sounds strange especially if you are from a farmer background but I think that that's, if you think about this as a story that Jesus is telling to his disciples to explain why the good news that they are saying, with all the evidence of miracles and all the things that Jesus is teaching them, this explains the problems that they're having. And Jesus was merely telling them that this was going to happen, but don't give up hope, just keep spreading the good news. And if you take it that way, I think this is a very uplifting parable, a very uplifting story, and it makes a lot of sense. So you, as a sower of the good news of Jesus Christ, may you go this week and just spread the good news, whether it's through your words, through your actions, smiling at somebody in the checkout lane, doing whatever you can do to spread the good news. Just throw those seeds out there, be a sower, and let God worry about the soils. God bless you. Have a great week. Grace and peace to you.